actually have great success with my mortgage and real estate clients still with Facebook and Facebook advertising. Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Maryland Real Estate Influencers. I'm your host, Jennifer Healy. And today, we have a very special guest. Chelsea Gardner is a, what is the proper title? Social media specialist, ad specialist, anything you want to put on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Okay. So I would, So first of all, could you tell me what, or tell me and the listeners, what got you interested in social media? Yeah. If I started way back when, we would be here for about 45 minutes, but <laughs> I, I got into social media. I've been in it for about a decade. My undergrad and my master's are both in marketing. I've okay. done um, everything from boots on the ground to social media marketing in the corporate world. And mm -hmm. when I transitioned into owning my own company about three years ago, I really enjoyed the social media and the growth and how much you can really do and expand and how many people you can get in front of on social media. I think it's just a huge piece of technology that really can, you know, help businesses grow and thrive. Mm. And so my goal has always been, I've had such a passion for small business growth. And that's kind of where I got started. I decided to go into the social media sector about three years ago, even though I've been doing it for about 10 years, okay. but on my own, I've looked at going into it about three years ago. So. Gotcha. Well, most of the people that are listening to this podcast and that are uh, following with me uh, over these last several months that I've created this podcast, it's about four months old now. Uh, every The people that know me know that I'm big into, well, I was big into social media. Um, I was a content creator for, uh, uh, gosh, 10 years. And I loved it, loved it, loved it. But in honesty, I've been out of it about five to six years and it's moved rapidly away from me. And as we shared in the green room before we started to record, but I want to provide full transparency to the listeners. Yeah. I went on to try to just update a YouTube account that I had. And I downward spiraled really quick after two and a half hours of not being able to do it. And I was so frustrated that I couldn't figure it out. And the, the thing I was looking on on YouTube on how to do it was not the same that I was looking at on my screen. So it was recorded with an older model or unit or whatever. Um, and it was frustrating. I did have four beers last night to make the pain go away. I will share with the honestly to the audience um, because it was so frustrating to me and said, this is not a good use of my time, but I do believe that uh, God did that to me yesterday, humbled me to make sure that I'm here and asking the proper questions today for our listeners. Yes. So <laughs> yes. what, do you have a certain area that you focus your social media marketing on in this era, in this time in your life? Yeah. So, you know, in regards to like being present and being seen on social media as a small business, you want to make sure that you're really kind of focusing on a platform that your 
ideal clients are going to be on. So it takes a little bit of research to really know where your ideal people are, right? So I have, I actually have great success with my mortgage and real estate clients still with Facebook and Facebook advertising. Those are two huge platforms and everyone's like, oh, you should be on Instagram. You should be doing TikTok. But depending upon who your perfect ideal client is and who you're trying to target, I see a lot of success still with Facebook advertising. But I also will be the first one to tell you that if you're creating the content, you really should be posting it in a lot of different places, right? You still should be posting it on Instagram. If you're doing video content, absolutely YouTube and TikTok, but you really want to focus your efforts on one platform as if you're by yourself doing the things all on your own, you really want to focus. But if you're creating the content, you need to put it wherever you can put it. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely where your ideal client is, is where you need to make sure that you spend your focus efforts on. Okay. And um, so if we could, we're going to, we could use me as the, as the uh, example, if we will. Yeah. Um, so I have, ironic enough about me is I've been a mortgage loan officer 25 years. I've always gotten my business because I was into social media. I went to social media before it was a thing. And I started getting leads from it. And then I would then give it out to the realtors that I was doing business with. I only worked with two to four realtors at any given time. So I was never big into realtor business as a loan officer. I focused it on bringing in the leads, giving it out to the, the few that I worked with, and then getting referrals and repeat business by my, uh, before a client would settle, I would get another deal. My sister was a volunteer firefighter, so I was deep into police firemen uh, into Bethlehem Steel, which is down where we are. It was big at one time. And so I did a lot of loans very specifically. So um, the, the things that I did on social media was just to bring in the buyers and sellers and then hand the leads out to realtors. But then I realized that just because they don't know how, they may not know how to work a lead. So that was a little different. And then I'd have to go back and teach them how to work a lead and how it's different than a referral. And it was that that actually ended up burning me out um, because I was bringing in about 250 to 300 leads a month. Yeah. And so that was challenging. So if we say that I am or or even because it's more realtors that listen to this, if we use me as a realtor and say my ideal customer is somebody that is we'll just say in the three hundred dollars to $500,000 sales price, they're more new family origination. So I know that that is a problem right now. We have so many new family originations and they're living with family members. Uh, and do you have to get specific as to uh, besides uh, that they're new family originations and that they're looking in the uh, three to $500,000 price class? Yeah, so you don't, you know, a lot of people are like, you should create a client avatar and people get so, so specific with a client avatar. You need to choose, you know, female age 40, soccer mom, two kids, all the things. I personally don't actually agree 100% with that because that is very specific. And yes, you want to speak to a specific person, but I think you should speak to a specific group. So, you know, if you're looking at someone who is three to $500,000 and they are, you know, new families, or their first time home buyers, those are groups of people that you can still specifically speak to mm -hmm. with your content and your education 
that isn't, I'm speaking to a mom with two kids, 40 years old, right? You want to pick groups. And that's how I create content is by, by figuring out the group that you're trying to target, right? Because that's, that's going to be key. If you're just putting stuff on your social platforms to put it out there, you're not speaking to someone specific. You want that person to say, that's me. I'm, you know, I'm a new family. I'm looking in that three to $500,000 range or my, my max budget's 350 or whatever. You want the person on the other side of that screen to be like, that's me. So <laughs> yes, I, I agree with a group, but not getting so nitty gritty. I love that. I love that. That's great. Well, what can we do to, uh, to, um, to share a little bit about what you do? And if I, if we're talking to that person that's a realtor and they're trying to get business and maybe they do know a little bit of social media and they're putting content out there, but they're not real being specific, uh, what can we do to provide a little bit more value to those individuals? Yeah. So if you know, the first thing obviously is figuring out that target audience. And that doesn't mean that you can't have multiple target audiences, right? Because everyone's like, well, I don't just work with first time home buyers. I don't just work with millennials or whatever. But you want to make sure that you aren't putting so much content out there for various individuals that it gets confusing. So making sure that you're honing in on a few target audiences and not just I'm going to put out all the content, all the information, all the things, and then people are following you or not following you because you only have one piece of content that relates to them. When they come to your page, you need to make sure that you have multiple pieces of content. So what, some things that I highly encourage to kind of get the ball rolling on social media, especially if you're doing it on your own, is one, number one, pick your target audience, right? That mm -hmm. is not to say you can't target other audiences, but know who you're speaking to. And then research some of your competitors, research what they're posting about, see kind of the content that they're putting out there, what is getting the most engagement on their platform. And then obviously don't copy it, don't copy and paste, but figure out how you can make it into your own words, into your own content, your own video. How can you maybe even elevate what they're saying into something that's even more valuable for that group of people? And make sure that you're researching. I know you're going to hear all things from all different people that hashtags are dead. They are not. You still want to make sure you're utilizing hashtags in a very specific manner on your content. That does bring in, that does help you be seen. And it helps you more so get categorized, especially on Instagram, not so much on the other platforms. Well, TikTok too, but Instagram specifically is how you can categorize your content. So if you're a realtor, I live in Tampa. So if you're a realtor, then you want to make sure you're using hashtags like Tampa Realtor, Tampa Real Estate, um, because that is telling Instagram who you are. And then they're going to feed that content to who they think you're going to need to serve. Um, and so really making sure that you're honing in on the content for your target audience, be educational towards them. If you are targeting first-time home buyers, what kind of questions do first-time home buyers have? And I guarantee, especially if you're a realtor or a mortgage professional, you have a million questions that come to you. So in the course of your day, write them down as you get phone calls and then do content around that. Because mm -hmm. if that one person has a question, so does everybody else. So that's really kind of how you can start if you're really just trying to get going on social media. Those are just some small little tips to get started on really kind of getting that content more engaging mm -hmm. and towards your ideal client. 
And that's not going to happen overnight. It takes right. consistency. Now I do have a question. So should you do certain content for certain audiences on certain platforms? Or would you say to have more than one um, account on a platform and maybe focus something, um, you know, for me, I have mortgages with Jennifer. Um, so I have that. And I just talk about the people that need mortgages. And I talk about some programs that would be helpful, some questions that I've been answered, uh, that people have, have questions on credit. And I answer those questions. Um, but then I also have another side of my business. Um, and so I don't know, should, should we have different accounts for different things? Like for this account, I have um, mortgages, uh, um, Maryland Mortgage Influencers podcast. What I post on one is not what I would post on the other, but I do hashtag them both. Yeah. So, you know, that is a huge question I get all the time. Should I have multiple accounts to different people? My answer is going to be no, unless it's in, in very in very different categories. Mm -hmm. And the reason is 99% of people can't even keep up with one account. So to then have multiple gotcha. accounts, right, becomes very overwhelming. And then you don't know where to focus and you don't know where to send your clients to start growing an account. So I highly encourage, especially, you know, now if you want, if you're someone who wants to separate personal life completely out of social media, that's one thing, if that's something that you want to do, but people also are attracted to people. So if you can also be personal a little bit on your accounts, that's also a benefit on that. So mm -hmm. I don't usually recommend having multiple accounts. And as far as the content going, like if you have, let's say you have one Instagram, one Facebook, one TikTok. Your demographics, yes, are going to be different on those platforms. But when you're first starting out, again, same thing. It's very difficult to start creating three different pieces of content for various platforms when you already can't do one piece, like one platform. So I always recommend really focusing on one platform, whether that be Facebook, Instagram, wherever your ideal client is. And then still share the content on the other platform, still post to Instagram and still post to TikTok or YouTube shorts if you're doing video content. But if your ideal clients on Facebook, focus your efforts on Facebook and make the content for Facebook. As you grow your Facebook account, then you can switch over and start focusing more on your TikTok account and do more video content. Um, and then you can start changing the content for your pages. But I so often see where people just get so hung up on even just one that having too many is like I way overwhelming, way yeah. overwhelming. <laughs> very, very much so, very much so. Um, I, so what do you think is, uh, as, a, as a realtor that's out here and they're posting pictures of their settlements um, on social media, congratulations, I helped Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner purchase. Yes. I, I see that all day, every day. Um, or saying I, you know, posted I've sold 300, have 300 people move home or homeowners um, into new houses this year. Are that is that valuable um, to their target audience? Do you believe? Always, always. Okay. So to me, personal content like that and shouting others out. If you if they give you permission to even tag them in your post, even better. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, absolutely. People engage more so when it's like real, what I call real life photos versus like stock photos and things like that. And when you are doing posts like that, it's just awesome to like share and shout out other people. 
And anyone in any realm of, of whatever your target audience is can engage with that and yes. see that you're being successful, that you are closing deals, that you are doing it on time and you want to. And sometimes we're like, I don't like to shout myself out. But in that post, like, you know, if you're a mortgage professional and it was a difficult close, but you got it done on time, share it. That's how, that's the only way people would know that, right? If you are doing a USDA loan and you can get it, you got it done in under 30 days, then share about it because that's the only way people are going to know. And the the easiest way to do it is when you're shouting out a closing, you know, as a real estate professional and you're like, I just close, you know, congratulations on your closing. Like I know it was, it was tough to get here and that, you know, whatever it looks like, but tell the story around it too. Um, and I think that's hugely beneficial. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. So it, um, say I'm a new, uh, I'm an agent. I've been doing it for a minute. Um, I just post on my purse and my personal page. I post my settlements. Yeah, I post if I have a listing. I post if something's under contract. If you will, the basics that I see on social media all the time. And we want to up the game a little bit and and change our social media presence. What are some of the things that the agents can do now with having, at this point, limited skill set? I'm just going to say because I'm just going to pretend like they're me. Um, <laughs> at, and yeah, I mean, limited skill set, it moved away from me in the last five, six years. Um, what do, what could they do to just up their game? Yeah, so one of the things right now is is video content. Mm -hmm. and really showing your face, right? You're the brand of your of your business always, no matter what business you're in. So showing your face and being present on your social platforms is a huge bonus. So if they right now are posting a lot of pictures of, you know, closings and congratulations and open houses that they have, getting on, even if they have on their personal page, if they don't have a business page, which Side note, I highly recommend setting up a business page because if you ever decide to advertise, things like that, but that's a whole nother thing. But that's one thing I definitely recommend. But get in there and answer questions live. Go live and, and say, hey, does anyone have any questions? Or again, with like when I said you're getting hundreds of calls a, a month and people are asking you questions, jot them down, then go into your stories and answer those questions in your on your social platforms and your stories if you're not comfortable with doing a whole video. Um, hey, just got this question today about XYZ. I just wanted to share a quick answer about it. You know the answer. You probably answered it on the phone. So answer it in your social media and do it with your face. I love that. Thank you. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good yeah. one. I do have a question now because now you're making me think of my, my trauma from yesterday. Little tea trauma. <laughs> little tea trauma. Um, is that um, when you're doing the videos, what are your thoughts on putting the videos on YouTube and then sharing them to the other platforms? Yeah. So if you're doing long form video content, so really anything over three minutes or so that you're going to be posting onto your YouTube channel, then I would recommend, obviously, you have to cut them down in order to go on to your like Instagram because you're only a lot of 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Instagram is testing longer form. Some people may have it. I don't personally yet. Um, so I do recommend sharing that content across platforms. If you're doing short form video content, same concept. YouTube has YouTube shorts. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're creating videos and you're doing, you know, one to two minute long videos, that's literally just, you know, I had a first time home buyer ask me, you know, what do they need to bring to closing? That's a, a real quick list that you can easily just pop on the camera and say, yeah. Hey, for first time home buyers, here's what you need to bring to closing with you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, however many things they need to bring. And then that short form video can absolutely go on YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, Facebook reels, um, TikTok, and it can be cross posted on those platforms in a click of a button. So, you know, highly recommend. And again, if you're, if your strategy right now is to grow your YouTube channel, then really focus on YouTube, but then still post it everywhere else because it's available for you. Now I have a question and again, it's based on my tailspin yesterday. Um, (laughs) as as things are in my life. Um, um I I don't enjoy doing social media like I did when I was younger. Um sure. I do it now for work and for me it's it, I'm in work mode when I do it. Um is this something that you teach and if you teach courses on how to do YouTube or how to do Facebook um with all the, the newest versions that are going on now or is this something that we can hand off uh to you and just say i'm done and then um do it for me or do you have those options yeah yeah so i have both actually so those that kind of really want to learn how to do their own social media content you know the graphics the posting literally anything on like Facebook advertising, um, Google, my business, LinkedIn, all of the platforms. Um, I do a 12 week coaching one-on-one coaching package, um, where I do an hour every week. We walk through any questions you have. It's tailored completely to you, um, and what you want done. And then I also have a group coaching where it's a community-based program that you join. It's a monthly, it's a monthly join. And I go live in that once a week for you to answer, like, ask me questions. Um, So I have both of those coaching options. But then the majority, I'm going to say probably 99% of my people, they do the done for you. I do done for you social media content. They want to stay in their zone of genius. They close loans. They sell houses. They're like, I don't want to touch my social media. Um, We're popping on Zoom calls and we're having to reset passwords because they don't even know how to get into their platforms, right? Um, And they just want, they know they need it. They know that there's a strategy to it. They just don't want to do it. And so I also do the done for you uh, social media management across LinkedIn, Google, my business, Facebook, and Instagram. TikTok's the only one I don't do just because it's very video heavy. Um, mm-hmm. But absolutely, I do both options. Coaching that was my and next, Yes, that's my next question is that are the videos that you're posting or, or, or the content, pardon me, that you're posting, are they, are they more post or are they more lives and you just say, Hey, Jennifer, I want you to do a, a 30 second to a minute, uh, a minute video on blah. And then you give it to me. I do my video and then you do whatever you do with it. Um, so is it, or is it more of a, I don't know what to say, more of a, just a post and it's just a, a picture and some, and some verbiage in it. Or yeah. It so combination. So I have some, I have some clients that have absolutely zero, zero problem getting on camera and doing video content. 
And so what I do is I provide those clients in their specific industry, some ideas for video content or what I'm seeing trending. Hey, this would be a great video. This would be something that you should post about. Um, I'll send scripts to them, like short little versions, little bullet points. Hey, these, this is what I would include in that. Um, and I have several that create video content and then they just put it in a Google Drive and then I download it and do everything else on my end. Um, but then I also have clients that do not do any video. So it is a lot of stock images. That is going to be a little bit slower growth when you're just doing images and stock photos and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, but I do go in and the consistency piece over the you know months or most of my clients have been with me for years. So over that course of time builds up. So I have a combination of both. And I send at onboarding, I send a whole packet of even photo ideas. So even if they don't want to do video content, here's some photo staged photo ideas that you can do to like have the real life quote unquote photos on your social media um, of you or of your clients or of your computer at a coffee shop, you know, closing deals at the coffee shop and tagging the local coffee shop, um, you know, that type of thing. So Honestly, it's a whole range of things. My my goal for my clients is to always keep them consistent on social media. So whatever that means, if that means that they're willing to do the video content, I'm willing to help them with it. If they want to be totally hands off and not do anything with it, I do that too. <laughs> I love that. I love, I always would like to learn to know how to do something. Like you give me a step-by-step -step tutorial uh, or written, I will learn it because I want to have the knowledge doesn't mean I want to do it. Right. I just want to have the knowledge. So if something needs to be done, I don't want to be the, the CEO of my own company going, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. Like it has to be done. by. I want to know that I can pick up if I need to, but I don't right. want to need yep. to, if that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I have several clients that will do the packet, like the, so like the done for you, but then also do coaching alongside of it mm -hmm. just so they can understand what I do and, and really kind of know, okay, if they want to go in and post themselves one weekend or do stories, right. right. Um, on their own, they want to know how to do that without having to come to me or if something is like an immediate post. Cause right. Like if you send me something today, it's not going to get posted today. So they want something done right now they know how to do it themselves exactly that's where i think it's it's it could be beneficial to do both yeah definitely i love that i love that so if um if somebody is interested in either the 12 week one on one coaching the group coaching or the 99% or you said as most people do they do the yep. done for you coaching yeah uh, where do they get this information from yeah, so a couple of places. You can go right to my website at chelseagardner.com. Um, I have a ton of free resources that'll be on my website at chelseagardner.com forward slash resources. So if you're looking for those photo ideas and things like that, it's a download right there for you. Um, mm -hmm. I can also be reached on Instagram or Facebook at Ms. Chelsea Gardner. That's M-R-S Chelsea Gardner. Um, so any any one of those platforms is perfectly fine to, to reach out to me and connect with me. That is fabulous. And Chelsea, so what what other things should I have asked, but I don't know in the last five minutes, I don't know enough to ask these questions. What should I have asked you that I may have left out? Yeah. So when you're, you've asked great questions, Jennifer. So <laughs> I love them all. They were fantastic. Um, but if you're looking to work with an agency or a social media person, specialist, someone to bring onto your team, there's a couple of questions that I would recommend making sure that you know. One is, well, 
questions and check marks. So making sure that you check their work, right? Making sure that it aligns with what you're looking for. Ask them about their strategy. What is their strategy for content? Um, discuss metrics with them. If, you know, what kind of metrics are they looking for? One of the biggest things on my end that I will always ask, you know, you as a client is what goal are you trying to reach? Because a lot of times people don't understand that, you know, they're like, I just want to grow my platform to 10,000 people. But, but why, why do you want that? Cause I can get to 10,000 people, but what if they're in China? What if they're in Europe? They're not going to be able to buy homes from you. What if they're in California and you can only do mortgages in Florida? So you really, you know, making sure that you understand the metrics on both sides, right? Mm -hmm. What am I going to and what are you looking for? And then review their testimonials, review their, you know, that's with any business, right? Always review their testimonials. Right. Um, talk about budget. You want to always make sure you're talking about budgeting. Um, ask them if they have a team members that's working on things, kind of what the back end of their business looks like. Timeline of expectations is a good one for like you to ask your, see what is the expectation and what can I look at? Um, will I be able to review everything prior to you posting it? Um, most of my clients, like I said, they are very hands-off. So their posts get posted even if they don't review them. And we have that conversation um, because they want the consistency. Um, so that's how you keep that consistency. But if, if it's someone you're like, no, I have to review everything, then you want to have that conversation ahead of time. And then trust your gut, honestly. If, if, if you feel like that person is going to benefit you and help you and go above and beyond, you got to trust your gut on it. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for providing those um, additional questions that I should have asked and didn't. Um, but I so appreciate that coming from the expert. Uh, so, um, y'all, when you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, gosh, let me reach out to Chelsea. I want to find out her free resources again that she's offering, as well as to find out what she is um, offering when it comes to the 12 week one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching, the monthly coaching, or the done-for-you package, please take the time again to review her website and to see the free things that she's giving away, as well as these other items that she's giving, and see how it will benefit your 2024 production, because we're recording this at the um, in October of 2023, and I'm sure you're working on your budget and everything for 2024, and seeing how uh, Chelsea will be able to assist you um, in your goals that you have for next year. Chelsea, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Jennifer. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And one more time in the last two minutes, could you give us all of your contact information again? Yes. So chelseagardner.com forward slash resources if you want the free resources. And Facebook or Instagram is where you'll find me the most active. And that is at Ms. Chelsea Gardner. Thank you so very much for your time. And uh, for everybody that's listening, I know you know two realtors that could benefit from listening to this podcast. Please take an opportunity to forward this to two of your real estate friends uh, that would help them. And whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, please take a moment and leave us an honest review so we can reach more people. And until next time, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out. 